The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Bet $100 at Winbet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And finally, make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. You are listening to your La Liga season preview here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Twitter account for the Bet MUFC Podcast. It's at Bet MUFC. That's at Bet MUFC. You can also follow me on Twitter at my lockbetting.com account. It's at lockbetting.com. That's at lockbetting.com. Com, so lockbetting.com without a dot. That is my premium pay service that has delivered 110 months in a row of transparent track profit. It's also now a free podcast available on iTunes where we will be putting out additional sports content, including Das Bundesliga show. If you want to be a part of lockbetting.com and get those premium picks that have delivered 110 months in a row of transparent track profit, which is nine years and two months, then head over to lockbetting.com and sign up before you do that. Do your research. Look at all of the other previous P&Ls. There are 110 of them because we are 10 months away from being able to say we have been undefeated every single month for a decade. Just go to the pinned tweet at lockbetting.com. Look at the P&L for the month of July. That was last month. Have a look at the type of plays we do. Look at the sports. Look at the stakes. It's all very sensible staking. And look at the members' comments at the bottom, verifying the fact we have delivered this profit. Then underneath that, you can see little tabs. They say things like soccer, tennis, WNBA, MLB, UFC, etc. One of them says P&L. Click that. And the lockbetting.com site will take you to all of the other spreadsheets any month you can check out. As I said, do the same thing. Look at the type of plays, look at the sports, look at the stakes, and look at the members' comments, verifying the fact this service has delivered what I've said. 
which is nine years and two months of profit. You can be a part of number of month number 111, sorry, by signing up now. We've already released our EPL futures, but that doesn't mean you can't get them. August is the biggest month to sign up. It is the start of our financial year. It's when we release all of our futures and our futures that we release for one unit or more are cashing at over 80%, 81% if you round it up. So you want to be a part of that. You can still get those EPL futures. We've only seen match day one. You can get the Liga futures that haven't been released. You can still get Bundesliga futures. You can get Serie A futures later on in a month. You can get NFL futures and you can get futures for the Tennis US Open. You can also get our usual plays throughout the month. Plays on the tennis, plays on MLB, plays on combat sports, plays on domestic soccer every single weekend. To get all of this, all you need to do is head over to lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com. Moving on with your La Liga season preview here, we're going to look at some of the major futures markets. And we will start with the outright winners market, where Barcelona and Real Madrid now cannot be separated by the books. Both teams are available here at 5-4 to to win the league. More books have Real Madrid as the narrow favourite. You can get them available around about six to five. Their best price of five to four is available. But some do have Barcelona as the favourites. They have Barcelona as short as six to five with Real Madrid available at five to four. I'm looking at a book that has both of them available at five to four. But five to four is the best price you'll get on Real. And you can shop around and find a six to four plus 150 at, uh, on Barca. Sorry, but... The bookies do have this down as a two-horse race with Atletico Madrid and Sevilla now further back in the field. I see it the same way, but I just don't see Barcelona and Real Madrid as closely linked together here as the books. Looking at the other two teams that I mentioned, Atletico Madrid have moved out to 5-1 to one and Sevilla are as big as 20-1. to one. Now, last season, Sevilla were Real Madrid's closest challengers for some time, but their challenge faded in the latter half of the season. It's worth noting that Sevilla only lost four games all of last season. That's the same as Real Madrid. But too many draws, particularly away from home, meant we didn't really get much of a title race. Now, if you look at what the books are putting out here, they're basically telling you that despite the fact Real Madrid won the league easily last season by 13 points ahead of Barcelona, and despite the fact they are the champions of Europe after winning the Champions League, and now they've won the UEFA Super Cup as well, they're telling you that these two teams are somehow neck and neck. I don't feel that the signings that Barcelona have made suddenly make up for the 13 points and make these two teams neck and neck, especially with them being top-heavy signings. Now, I understand that they've signed Jules Koundé, but their defence is very, very much their weakness. And I think you needed to focus a little bit more on solidifying this backline. I mean, you already had Aubameyang. You already had Fernand Torres. You already had Dembele. I understand Dembele was going to leave, but if you knew he was going to take a pay cut and that he would stay at Barcelona for less money, then you had Dembele in the bag. You've already got Ansu Fati. You already had enough attacking options there. Memphis Depay, another one. You didn't need to go out and break your neck to get Lewandowski and Rafinha from Leeds, which cost you a fortune. You didn't need to do that. But that's what they did. And now they're trying to get players out of the club to register their wage budget. 
They're trying to get um, Kessie and Christensen, new signings, registered. Otherwise, if they don't, these players could be sold on before they're even registered to play for Barcelona. Yet, the bookies are making this team not only the second favourites. I agree they should be second favourites. And I agree that the gap should be smaller than last season. But to have them almost neck and neck with some bookies having Barcelona as the favourites over the European champions, who are a solid team from top to bottom, solid defence, world-class goalkeeper, a world-class midfield and a solid attack with, in my opinion, the guy who should win the Ballon d'Or, Karim Benzema. What's the reason for Karim Benzema to go off the boil? What's the reason for Courtois to have a bad season? What's the reason for this midfield to suddenly not be the best midfield in La Liga? What's the reason that this defence falls apart? There's nothing there to suggest that Real Madrid are going to be any worse. There's something there to suggest that Barcelona have got better because they've spent loads of money. But 13 points is 13 points. And I don't think that suddenly these two teams are level in any way off the back of um, of what Barcelona have done this summer. I think they're going to need more. And I think they're going to have to look at the other side of the pitch rather than going top-heavy with this attack. Yeah, they're going to beat some teams by four or five. But that ultimately, I don't think, is going to give them the La Liga title. I think it's difficult for me to look beyond Real Madrid getting their 36th La Liga title this season. Xavi's arrival in November did spark a resurgence for Barcelona, but they still picked up five fewer points than Real Madrid since he took over the reins. That's key because that was a major resurgence. That took Barcelona into second place. But if you look at the league table from the day Xavi took over, Real Madrid still win the league. And that's being massively overlooked by people. Um, They've strengthened, as I said, with Robert Lewandowski and Rafinha. Um, but internal politics and cash, cash flow issues for me make them too hard to back. I think the arrivals of Real Madrid, whilst some would see them as being underwhelming compared to getting in Karen Benzema, are exactly what they need, especially when you look at Antonio Rudiger that makes them even more defensively solid than they were last season. I think they will definitely be the top two. I think they are a level above Atletico Madrid. I do think the order of the market here is correct. But I just don't see these two teams as close as the bookies do. And I think Real Madrid are a really good bet for me here at 5-4 to, to, to win La Liga again and get this 36th title at the expense of Barcelona, who I do think will finish runners-up once again. Moving on to the top four, I think we're going to see the same top four as last season. Real Madrid are 1-16, Barcelona 1-14, to and you have Atletico at 2-5. to Sevilla six to four, Valero three to one, Sociedad and Betis both at five to one, with Bill Bauer at six to one. I think that Atletico will finish safely in the top four. They had a very bad season last season, but they still managed to be comfortably in the the top four. And as for Sevilla. I think they will have the edge here above Villarreal, Sociedad and Betis. I think the biggest threat could come from Betis. And this is largely down to the fact that Sevilla have lost some players. Sevilla lost important players when you're looking at the likes of Kunde to Barcelona and Diego Carlos, who made a move to Aston Villa. 
That could leave them vulnerable in the top four. And as City rivals, Betis could be the team who benefit from it. They actually won more La Liga games than Sevilla last season with 19 victories as they came in fifth. Just five points off the pace. Their manager, Manuel Pellegrini, is good, has a good record of taking underdogs into the Champions League as he led both Villarreal and Malaga into the Champions League previously. And I think if anybody takes that spot, it could be Betis, but I still think Sevilla will have too much. But because I do feel that Sevilla have been weakened, I don't think they're going to be a team who lose just four games this season. So I do think there'll be a significant gap between the top three and the teams going for fourth. Therefore, I really do like the bet on Atletico Madrid to win the league without Barcelona and Real Madrid. So you can take those top two out of the market and then you have the 18 remaining teams where Atletico are available as the favourites at 4-5. to five. You then have Sevilla at 4-1, Villarreal 8-1, to Sociedad 10-1, to Betis 14-1 to and Bilbao at 20-1. to Despite the fact it's odds on, minus 125 on Atletico to win this league is very, very good value. They will be better than last season. They will be in and amongst Barcelona, Barcelona and Real Madrid. I do think that they will fade away because again I think we talked about this on the Champions League show Simeone doesn't evolve the way he plays this team do have patches of attacking a little bit more but until they stop this defense first minded attitude especially when your top quality defenders are no longer there but you do have more and more decent attackers coming into your team this is going to be a, a drawback for Atletico Madrid when you look at someone like Jao Felix playing for this team and having to play with a harness on it really does feel like he's wasted after Atletico and he's wasting the best years of his career even when Anton Griezmann returned he wasn't as influential especially playing with this team who like to sit back and soak up pressure when they don't have to you have too much quality there something needs to change I understand Diego Simeone is highly rated I understand that he's the highest paid manager but at times when you're coming up against opposition who are in the bottom half of the league you've got to be beating some teams three or four nil and restoring confidence in your attack however I don't see this team evolving and changing their ways. I think it'll ultimately be the same season for them again. They'll do okay in the Champions League until they come up against the top side. They'll try and park the bus. They'll try and put up resistance. And then ultimately, there'll be a breakthrough that goes against them. They'll be forced to come out of their shell and play a different game. And they'll end up going out of the Champions League because they were negative. They'll end up being negative in too many league games. They'll draw too many games. They'll let the first hour drift, whether it be home or away and then decide that they need to win the game in the last 30 minutes after safely navigating through the first 45 to 60 minutes for absolutely no reason with very little activity. Um, it just seems to be an endless pattern with Simeone and Atletico, and that's why I don't see them as challenges for the league. However, I do see them having a better season, and I do see them widening the gap between themselves and Sevilla, with Sevilla losing two key players. I think there's still value in Sevilla to finish in the top four, I still think they're better than Villarreal and Betis and Sociedad, although I do think there'll be more of a charge from Betis. But ultimately, I think the better bet and the safer way to, to bet things is to take Atletico Madrid to win the league without Barcelona and Real Madrid. And I think the price of 4-5 to five minus 125 is really, really good on Atletico to do that, despite the fact that I'm not particularly high 
on the tactics of Simeone and this team. I think it's been the same for too many years and something does need to change, at least for them to be real challengers for the league, which is what they should be, although they do get more of a pass this season, given the business that's been done by Barcelona and the fact that their Madrid rivals are not only the champions, but also the Champions League holders coming into this season. Looking at the the golden boot, now this is interesting this season because last year, Karim Benzema put himself up as the favourite to win the the Ballon d'Or. That's how good his season is. Yet, he goes into this season as the underdog to win the golden boot. That's because Robert Lewandowski has joined La Liga and he immediately comes in as the favourite to win the golden boot that's providing that his team can actually register him to play he comes in as the two to one favorite with Benzema just slightly behind him here at five to two it's then a huge gap to third place where it's Vinicius Jr at 14 to one Aubameyang then 16 to one he may not even be at Barcelona he could be at Chelsea and we've got Rafinha of Barcelona 16 to one then Dan Juma of Villarreal comes in at 20 to one Isaac of Sociedad at 25 to 1, Angel Carrera of Atletico at 25 to 1, Fatty 25 to 1, Aspas 25 to 1, and everybody else is bigger than 33 to 1. Of course, as I mentioned last year, Karen Benzema was the winner. He managed to score 27 league goals along with putting up a season that makes him the favourite for the Ballon d'Or. Aspas was second in the charts. He scored 18 goals. And uh, he was nine goals behind Karen Benzema. However, at 35, Aspas is coming towards the end of his career. But his goal-scoring record during this second stint with Celta is still excellent with 121 goals in 235 games. So he could be an outsider. If you're looking for an outsider, he's at a big price. Um, You can also take him each way if you're looking for some more value. But... I really would just go with Robert Lewandowski. I do think he'll play every single game, despite the fact that Barcelona are top-heavy and they will need to rotate some of these players. Lewandowski will play every single game. This is a player that won't find it difficult to score goals in Spain. He comes into this having scored 50 goals in 46 games for Bayern Munich last season meaning he has scored more than a goal per game in each of his last four seasons. I don't think it's going to take him too long to adapt to Spanish football and La Liga. And I do think he'll outscore Karen Benzema, who usually throughout his career has been more of a false nine that likes to drop in the hole. The whole time Cristiano Ronaldo was at Real Madrid, he still remained on the right-hand side with uh, with Gareth Bale on the left and Karen Benzema dropping into a hole to do some of the dog work, which became... A role that ultimately a lot of players took on, such as Roberto Firmino at Liverpool, where he would push into the hole and allow the wingers to get forward, such as Mane and Salah, to score more of the goals. Now, since Ronaldo left, Benzema has taken on more of a direct role. He's been more of a number nine. He has contributed a lot more towards the goal scoring. But Robert Lewandowski has been doing this for years. He is just a number nine. He is an out-and-out goal scorer. And he comes to La Liga here. And we're able to get him as a very, very narrow favourite to beat Karen Benzema. I think that will be the case. And I think there's good value on him to be the top goal scorer in La Liga. At the price of 2-1 to one plus 200. Closing out with your lock on the show. 
I'm tempted by Robert Lewandowski and I'm tempted by Real Madrid simply to win the league. But Atletico Madrid to win the league without Barcelona and Real Madrid seems like a no-brainer to me. Despite the fact I do think there is now a bit of a gap between Atletico and Barcelona and Real Madrid. I think there's an even bigger gap when you look at Atletico and the teams below them. I don't see Sevilla finishing above them with the players that they've lost. I don't see there being any threat from Betis, Atletico, Bilbao. Or, um, or Real Sociedad either. I think Atletico will be clear of these teams. Their downfall and the reason they don't challenge is because they will continue to draw many games. But ultimately, I don't think that's going to be a hindrance in them finishing the top four and finishing it above Sevilla. So once again, your lock here on the show is for Atletico to win the league without Real Madrid and Barcelona. And that one is available at 4-5 to five minus 125. That's it for me and your La Liga season preview. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys, and thanks for listening.